Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Who are the Welsh's top names in first-year player drafts? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Saturday, January 27th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Chris the Welsh. Popular time for first-year player drafts in Dynasty Leagues. We're going to take a look at your top 12 and start with the top Four, Wyatt Langford, outfielder with the Texas Rangers. Dylan Cruz, outfielder with the Washington Nationals. Paul Skeens, starting pitcher with the Pirates. And Matt Shaw, infielder with the Chicago Cubs. It kind of feels like maybe those top three are a tier. Do you think Matt Shaw deserves to be in this group, Welsh? I think he's outside of this tier because we will add, I did not put any of the international class in my first-year player Everybody's different about this. I play in leagues, the Scott White League, that does not put international signees into the first-year player draft, but some leagues do. If we did, Yamamoto would be on this list. In fact, he would be number two, and that would be the core, the core four. So in this iteration, without them on there, I think Wyatt Langford is kind of in a world of his own Paul Skeens, if you value pitching a little bit higher, you're in a points league. He's someone you should pay attention to. I think he's in develop great. I think his changeup is a totally underrated pitch that is going to be more developed into a double-digit percent usage, which is going to help with his strikeouts and all that fastball shape is going to go away. And Dylan Cruz has been on a little bit of a slide I would love to be able to get into the Dylan Cruz business because I do believe he is an all-fields power hitter who is going to surprise a lot of people after he struggled a little bit at the high level. So those top guys are it. Matt Shaw is a personal favorite of mine. Most people do not have him. It is usually a Walker Jenkins. Matt Shaw, to me personally, covers a lot of spaces, power speed combo, great pro debut, and has a shot to hit the majors at some point this year, most likely at third base. So he's outside the tier, but to me, he is the leader of the pack into that next tier. Five through eight in your first-year player draft rankings, we see Max Clark, outfielder with the Tigers, Walker Jenkins, outfielder with the Twins, Tommy Troy, an infielder with the D-backs, and Hurston Waldrop, starting pitcher with the Atlanta Braves. This tier, or grouping rather, it features different timelines, different skill sets, Max Clark and Walker Jen Jenkins, high school outfielders, so a little bit further away. Tommy Troy was a college infielder, so maybe we see him over the next couple of years. Hurston Waldrop, all the upside in the world, nasty pitches, but does have issues with uh, command. Talk to me about this group. Yeah, Wal Waldrip, it kind of might be one of the most exciting, but he's got a huge range of outcomes, kind of like in the high school hitter range. He's a huge strikeout pitcher, great splitter, but double-digit walk percentage issues. 
I don't know if he'll crack a rotation this year. You know, they're already setting their rotation up where AJ Smith Shaver might not even be in it, so they could push him up. So we'll have to see. The command issues gets fixed. He could be the number one pitcher in the minor leagues. I love Max Clark. I, Walker Jenkins is usually the common upper player, four or five. I think Max Clark is going to steal tons of bases. He's going to be able to project into high power. Big workout guy, optimizer, looking at the, the, a driveline type of approach, paying attention to all the analytics, and he can hit to all fields, which I love. He's shown it at the high school level. I think there's crazy upside with him. Walker Jenkins, huge power upside as well and makes good contact. Tommy Troy, kind of an all-around good player. We're going to have to see. He's been struggling with some injuries and where the power develops, but to me, when I did my uh, my process, he kind of reminded me of a Matt Shaw light. So that's the hope that the Diamondbacks continue to develop him and he could be a true power speed combo. But this is like a really good group here in the mid uh, first round uh, for your player drafts. Nine through 12, we have Brock Wilkin, third baseman with the Brewers, Colt Emerson, shortstop with the Mariners, Noble Meyer, a high school pitcher from the Miami Marlins, and Leo DeVries, who is... Arguably, maybe not arguably, the top international prospect that was signed, 17-year-old Dominican shortstop who landed with the San Diego Padres. So again, well, we see names from all different ages and, and sizes and skill sets. What do you got on uh, Wilkin, Emerson, Meyer, Leo DeVries? Yeah, to me, this is the eclectic group of different, you know, of, of different tastes of what you have. Brock Wilkin is the proximity play. I would say the best power projection of anybody. Wouldn't be shocked if he was up this year. Colt Emerson, maybe one of the safest. There's a power question, but the guy hit almost 400. Uh, he's not going to strike out a whole bunch. He can steal some bases. Noble Meyer, I think that has the highest upside of, of the pitching class. I mean, getting to develop a changeup with the Marlins with a plus fastball and slider, I am all in on. And DeVries is just one of those players where maybe there's going to be questions about what we truly know about the international market, but the body is there. He's an explosive contact bat. There are less worries about his, uh, his strikeout issues that could arise. This is five tools, and he has almost been unanimously crowned as the top international guy. So I think that's where you start to uh, be willing to take the risk that the bat is going to develop in a Padre system, which has developed some great prospects. Ethan Solace comes to mind. So that is the eclectic group of choices in the first-year player draft right there. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.